spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday, Gatos and Chad Show. Barry Marks in the end for Gatos to start us yo, off. Yo, yo. The Gunches. Uh, we won't be putting them to death in bunches, and right now we're starting with no gunches. Let's see the way it rhymed there. Hobbs says no. We've got new stuff coming out about that. We've talking, we've spoken to the daughter and yeah. the sister of uh, the man who was murdered uh, by Aaron Gunches. He is still alive, and at no time soon do I think he's going to be put to death. No, uh, and a little new news out of the Arizona Supreme Court today. Um, there, was, there was a question about whether or not the execution warrant that the Supreme Court had issued, does that expire if it doesn't, if he's not executed on April 6th? What happens? And uh, that that hasn't been decided yet. But as you know, the Supreme Court last week ruled uh, that the execution warrant is not a requirement that the Department of Corrections put gunches to death. It's authorization that allows them to do it. And the, the governor and the Department of Corrections are going through a big uh, kind of an investigation, kind of a determination of what they can do constitutionally or not. So no, no one's going to be no one's going to be executed in Arizona anytime soon. And you know, Gettys and I have talked about this. Like again, we've had the, the daughter on last week. We've had the yeah. the uh, her aunt, the the sister uh, of of uh, the Mr. Price who was murdered. And we've talked about this because it feels like such a bizarre thing. Uh, they've not spoken to anybody from Hobbs's office. Feels like it's definitely political. Uh, you know, she's pro-choice and pro-life when it comes to murderers. This guy wants to be executed, according to him. He wants yeah. to be, he's even asked, can I get switched to, to Texas? I mean, he's, yeah. he's ready he, to although go. Although he's withdrawn that. Yeah. He well, asked for it and then he withdrew that. Yeah, because now he looks like this thing's going to take forever. So, but the whole thought process, Barry, as you being a, a, an attorney, somebody, a learned individual, is the Supreme Court says, yeah, you don't really have to do this. No. With the the execution warrant, is author, it authorizes them, but you don't have to do it. And there are questions in Arizona about our uh, procedures for putting people to death. And, uh, Chaz, you know, there's a lot of people uh, with the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, have on three separate occasions now kind of lambasted the Arizona Supreme Court about their handling of constitutional issues dealing with putting people to death. And the biggest issue, and I'm, I'm not saying this involves gunshots, I'm not sure if it does or not, it may, but the biggest issue is when, when people are, when the trial occurs. And in Arizona, the jury decides whether or not someone gets a death penalty. It's a little separate hearing afterwards. And the ju- the question was, does the jury have to be told that if they don't sentence somebody to death, the person doesn't go free or get some cheap sentence, but they can literally spend their life in prison. That life in prison is a sentence in Arizona. And what was happening in Arizona, well, and this is around the country, but in Arizona, we were they were not telling jurors that. And the U.S. Supreme Court has decided that you that, that not doing that is unconstitutional, and they're, they've ref- They've sent these back that you have to have new trials for uh, people on Arizona death row. New sentencing yes, trials? Yes, new sentence, right, to go so back and figure that out. So what they were saying is, all right, look, uh, guys, 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 gals, uh, just because you're not sentencing them to death doesn't mean that, well, if you, if you don't give them death, they get to go free tomorrow. At some, or at some point. At some point. No, you can give them life without parole. Right. And the U.S. Supreme Court has said you can, you have to, the jury has to be told that, that the choice for them is death or life in prison without a chance of parole. Because if you do that, a lot of jurors, and there's jurors that have said this, a lot of jurors have sentenced people to death, but if they knew that the person would never get out, they would have sentenced them to life in prison without parole. And and the U.S. Supreme Court has sent these back. The Arizona Supreme Court, for whatever reason, keeps fighting it. It's a legal thing. I won't get in the weeds with you. But like, it's, don't it's, tell anybody. It's been a weird deal, but they, they keep kind of ignoring it, and the, it gets up to the U.S. Supreme Court again. And then this last time, it was about a month ago, the U.S. Supreme Court finally said, knock it off. Like, we've been telling you what to do. We're telling you exactly how to do it. Knock it off. 
And that's where this is. So that's another thing the governor's looking at. So I know it's, you know, we look at it on the surface and we say, yeah, you got a guy who kills somebody. The family wants the guy put to death. He's asked me to put to death. It looks very simple, but there's other constitutional issues that are at play here. Plus, Arizona has had several issues with people we've executed over the last couple of years. Well, the last, the, the three last, last the year last, were fine. I agree. But before that, we had some other issues. We had issues. that one guy eight years ago yeah. who still may be waiting to, to die. <laughs> he's, he's, he's gasping. But the uh, but the other problem is, and I don't know if this is right or not, I've heard that the Department of Corrections, have they got in there and they said, we don't know where the drugs are to do this. We don't have the, the people who supposedly do it aren't here. Like They don't seem to, no one left the, the manual about how you do it and where the stuff is. It's, it's a, a shooting. It's a, it's well, <laughs> just well, so, you know, I just said last week, right? Like we're running away from it. Idaho's like, let's shoot them. Yeah. Like, let's try that. You know, and we were talking about like, what's her name? Vallow, you know, like all this. And I said, hey, getting a woman, man, putting a woman down is totally different than a dude. You look over and you see a scumbag, but you look at a woman and you think something different. Women can be scumbags. They can be, but we don't tend to put them to death yeah. like we do with men. Like, we'll put, we'll, like, you're going down, you yeah. know? You're a horrible well, human maybe being. Maybe this, this 28-year-old woman who shot these kids today, yeah. maybe we'll, we'll Former start Former student, by the way. That's Former what they're student. saying. So yeah. she shot, uh, she killed six in Nashville at a Christian school, a Presbyterian school that was attached to the church. She killed six. Yeah. They say she's a former student. She had... Guns purchased legally. Yeah. She went into the school to the side. She had actual maps of the school itself, drawings. Wow. So she was, the, the, and the question's always going to be like, well, why? I mean, was it, was it, well, you and I have talked about, it. is it custody? Well, she's a former student. So did something happen at the school? Yeah, we don't but know. But she killed three 60 or 60 plus year olds and then three nine year olds. Three nine year olds. It's, that's, that takes some special kind of sick to do that. That did. And then she, it really then, is then she, then she shot herself. You know, I always tell her, yeah, well, you guys shoot yourself first and then see how that goes. And if that doesn't work, then, well, you know, <laughs> we'll talk. Usually it works. But it, when we've gotten into the gun debate about how do we, and it's, you know, the red flag laws are great, but you and I were touching on it earlier off the air about, you know, let's say she got these things three, three years ago and she was fine. Yeah. It's not look. It's not going to stop everybody. No. Red flag laws aren't going to stop everybody. Uh, background checks aren't going to stop everybody. Things change. People change. All that stuff happens. But we we have to figure out. There's there's things we can do, and we can start talking about the size of the magazine. We can start talking about you know is there a discussion to be had of do we need AR-15s and AK-47s? Do those need to be purchased by people on the street? And you talk to most police officers, they don't want them available for purchase by just everybody up that's walking around no. here. It's it didn't used to be like that. You know, it, it's the, the part that kills me is everybody runs around talking about um, gun rights, <coughs> but the reality of it is that so much of this jazz is, is driven by business. It's driven by gun manufacturers and ammunition by manufacturers. Way, did you see the Washington Post today about the AR-15, the, the, the story about... That thing was never supposed to be a hot seller. No. It was, never, it was, it was almost like a throwaway right. that was out there, and within, you know, I, I think what really made it the hot seller was the fact that things were happening. People were talking about taking it away yep. and people ran out and got it and they became more and more popular than people. Wouldn't sh- I've shot one. They're fun. They're fun. I'm I not going to lie to you guys. It's a I lot know. of fun to shoot those. I've things. shot one too. It's fun. It is. But I don't need to own one. So I need to at <laughs> least, need, well, at least one, three. like five, but it doesn't really matter because you never know. What if I'm hungry? What, what if I'm hungry? I have a lot of, uh, I'm not a great shot and there's a lot of rabbits running around. So like if the supermarket's closed, you need to shoot open the door. Is that the problem? <laughs> no, What's no. The, like what if an animal runs by? Like a, we have a lot of jackrabbits out where I live. Oh. I can't hit those. I can't what hit those things. Gonna, what are you going to do with a jackrabbit? Nothing, actually. <laughs> there's not a lot of meat on them. No. I've got a couple. I'm like, there's nothing to you. Uh, huh, no wonder oh the coyotes goodness. have to eat you in like, like dozens. Uh, 
Uh, he's Barry Markson yes. in for Gatos. Yes, uh, I am. Coming up, Kevin Durant and Charles Barkley. Oh, that's just terrible. They are they are apparently not friends. We <laughs> shall discuss why they're not friends. Uh, coming straight up, it's the Gatos Chat Show. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, every day, uh, Gatos calls in and he talks to Broomhead. They're like, hey, what's me? It's my big swole Broomhead here. You got Gatos and Gatos is like, what's going on? And they do the little thing. Uh, Gatos not here today, so Steve, you did it, right? Yeah, I called into Broomhead. I finally got to ask him the question I've been wanting to ask him, which is Big Spoon or Little Spoon? Oh. Dude. Of course, <laughs> I'm referring to the Big Spoon story that we have today. It is the Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Phoenix police are searching for a 15-foot-tall Dairy Queen spoon that was reportedly stolen. What? Did you steal the spoon? The answer choices are yes, no, or what the heck would I do with a 15-foot-tall spoon? How many people have said yes so far? Uh, let's find out. Too actually. many. <laughs> Like 15%. Uh, 29% of people said they, yes, they stole the spoon. Absolutely. Wow. That's a big spoon. I got a big, I got a big bowl. So and on go. top of that, on my way to work today, I saw a Dairy Queen on fire. Wow. It's not been a good day Bad for the day queen. For wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. TQ's having a tough day. Oh, oh my lord! One of the browsers. So, so they still was at fifteen feet. A blizzard. Why would they have a fifteen foot screen? Like when I was a kid growing up. Like, have you ever gone to like uh, uh, some of those like antique stores or some ones where yeah. they'll have out back a bunch of stuff? And you nowadays you go and you're like, oh my god, it's a Bob's Big Boy or it's an old <laughs> Jack in the Box. Somebody stole that a long time ago. Right. Exactly. Like you walk outside, food? you're like, what happened to the Bob's Big Boy? It's like, oh, these kids pulled a prank. <laughs> The difference like is we that. have cameras everywhere. That, that's it's amazing they can't figure out who it is. Yeah, I'm sure they will. It's it must not, have been. It's a, like it's, the dinosaurs downtown and how they just appeared yeah. and nobody knows who put them there. Like surely somebody saw somebody offloading a giant dinosaur statue. You would think so. You would think somebody would see someone stealing a giant spoon. If I saw a bunch of kids stealing a spoon, I would just laugh and say, "Okay, it's funny. Guys, give the spoon back. We're moving on with our lives." Right, because that's what you used to do back yeah, in the day. Yeah, you took it, just put it back. We won't be mad. <laughs> we won't be mad. We won't be mad, says the wise man. Uh, is KD ever playing, Steve? You know more about this than us, uh, the wise man. He's, He's playing Wednesday. to come back on Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Now, are they going to let him warm up? Or no, are we just going to have no him warm up? Probably not. They've no. already announced it. No warm ups for KD. No warm ups no for warm-ups. KD. No more. That dangerous layup is super dangerous. I'm going uh, to the game on Friday. I'm very excited. Oh, he might play. He, he might play. He, he might better. be injured. No, stop it. I, I'm just throwing it out there. He has last to play. time. What uh, what places uh, are the Suns in now? Are we, are they in that play in that play end? They're, they're in the. Playoffs. They made it to the final four. No, yes. they're. I think they're either fourth or fifth right now. Fifth, fourth fifth. or fifth. Yeah. Okay, there you go. But it isn't like from like fourth to like twelfth. Eight. It's like two games because there's a play in <laughs> oh, games, yeah. right? They're there's close. The playing games. It's it's, it's crazy. Uh, if there's speak- a playing game, ASU will be in it. Yeah, maybe yeah, every maybe, year. Every maybe, year. Maybe as, as long as it's not FAU, right? Florida Atlantic. Who had that? Huh? Anybody got San Diego State? <laughs> I don't think so. Miami. What? Hey, uh, speaking of KD. Kevin Durant. He's very sensitive. Yes, he is. Great player. Yep. He's part of that generation who think he can't be criticized. He's never looked in the mirror and says, man, was that a fair criticism? We're in agreement. Today's players are a little more sensitive to criticism than your That would be an understatement. Understatement. That's terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, Terrible. He's right, though, because there was all kinds of stories about KD when he's been other places where he would set up other Twitter accounts and argue with people. Uh, part of that, that business, Barry, is 
You're going to get criticized. You could put up 35 points, yeah. 10 rebounds, have 15 blocks, 12 steals. You know, you could do all of these things. It doesn't, and, yeah. and you missed an open jumper or you missed a free throw and somebody's going to go, you suck. Yeah. No, it, well, they're going to yell at you in the field and, or the court. And nowadays it's all, it's on social media. It's all over the place. You're just getting pat, you're just getting hit all the time, but you got to toughen up. Chuck's, Chuck's right about that. I don't know if Katie's, if he's soft that way or not. I mean, he's been playing at a pretty high level for a pretty long time. My guess says he's been attacked a lot, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's see if he can come back and not fall down. That's all I'm asking for. Don't Wise fall man, down. Would you say he is soft-ish when it comes to some criticism? Uh, well, the burner account thing didn't help his reputation. Yes. Yeah. Trying yeah. to defend himself anonymously was not a great look. No. But honestly, I, I think I that he doesn't really he's care. So quiet. He's not the kind of guy that strikes me as he cares about what Charles Barkley has to say. He responds to a lot of it, so you you tend to think maybe he does, but I don't think he does care a whole lot. I think he's just tired of people calling him out. Yeah, maybe. He's a great basketball player. Oh, Why does he have I've to be compared to every other player? He's the greatest break? scorer in the history of the NBA. He's unstoppable. He has 12 feet arms, right? You know, he is amazing. I mean, you can't stop the guy. He's incredible. That being said, he's been, you know, accused of being soft. And the weird thing is soft in, in the sense where he's won championships. Like Kobe yeah. was never, ever, people like Kobe's. You watch the Redeem team. Like Kobe, when they talked about, all right, uh, first game against Spain, I'm going to run right through Powell. Powell's your best friend. I'm going to run right through him. <laughs> right through him. First thing he did is he crushed Powell. You never accuse Kobe of being soft mentally and stuff. It's not about on the court anymore, though. It is off the court. Yeah, it, it's a lot of off the court stuff now. And it, look, I, I've we've all heard this about KD in the past, but the, the important thing is what does he do on the court? Does he That's does it. he get in there and play? And for the Suns, they they really mortgage the future. And today, frankly, KD's got to play. He has to play. Absolutely. Has to play at that level. And frankly, they have to win. If, if they don't win a championship. Uh, it's we gave away an awful lot to get this guy. And all, I mean, not just in players, but the future picks. I mean, we gave away a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be pretty crazy. I'm, I'm excited to see him. He's missed three weeks. They've gone two and six in their last eight, I think. Yeah. And nobody has jumped them in the standings. Yeah. That's yeah. unbelievable. Luckily, really everybody else sucks as well. Yeah. So, so if he comes back, I hope there's enough games here. They, he, they can get into a little bit of a flow, head into the playoffs. And look, last year. We got into the playoffs. Suns were playing so well, we thought we were going to walk away with it, and they collapsed. They look like a completely different team in the playoffs. Maybe this year we'll, we'll be awful and get in the playoffs. Yeah, well. I don't think that's going to happen again you don't this think year. So? Uh, he's Barry Marks, and he's that in for uh, Young Gatos. Well, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that maybe it might. I don't know. I don't watch <laughs> basketball anymore ever since my – my bracket sucks. That's all I got to say. That's it? It was a horrible bracket. Nobody had nobody had Creighton in the Elite Eight. <laughs> San Diego State. That, I couldn't Texas, even tell you. The Texas game yesterday was crazy. Is it Texas? No, no they're out. Texas is out. They lost. I couldn't even tell you. I There's didn't nobody above a four seed or a five. I mean, it's incredible what's yeah. going on right yeah. now. Yeah, see, it's great. See, I didn't win any money either. It's just Florida Atlantic. It's, it's UConn's in it. Goodness me. Goodness me. Uh, Barry, in for a young kid. Yep. He'll be in tomorrow. Uh, guys, uh, we do it every single day uh, when we're here. It's called Holding Up the Headlines. We're going to do it again with uh, Miss Becky Lynn coming up straight ahead. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. All right, every day at this time, we stretch our legs a little bit, and we get involved in the news call. Hold up the headlines. We're back in 
Three kids were killed along with three adults following a mass shooting inside a private Christian school today in Nashville, Tennessee. Police are saying they fatally shot the suspect, who's identified now as 28-year-old Audrey Hale. Nashville Police Chief John Drake saying Hale identified as transgender and that the attack was targeted. Chief Drake says authorities have discovered maps and surveillance of the school. We know and believe that Entry was gained through shooting through one of the doors uh, is how they actually uh, got uh, into the school. Two of the three children who were killed were nine years old, the other almost nine. The three adults were all in their 60s, a custodian, a substitute teacher, and the head of the school. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Well, everybody speculates about what it could be. Barry Martian in for Gatos today. Uh, now we're going to, the speculation is going to be because we even talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene brought it up earlier today. This person was a transgender person. I don't know what that has to do with it. We'll find out later. Were they mad at the church? Former student. Because uh, the first thing you heard is a woman did this and you think custody battle, something of that nature. Yeah, it's uh, we're going to find out what's going on more. The police figure out who she was by a car that was nearby. They were already searching her house. Uh, one of the neighbors said, this is a tragedy. It's a great family, and it's a tragedy talking about the shooter. So I don't know about it. She has a mom and a brother. Police are talking to her already. Uh, we'll find out a motive, I suppose. Um, but it's uh, it's it's awful what's happening here, and it just keeps happening to our schools. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't heard yet about arming teachers and arming everybody in the school and all that but I just don't think that does any good when it's you don't you're not expecting it it's a surprise thing and somebody walks in with two AR type weapons uh, it's a tough thing to stop Chad it is a tough thing to stop by the way uh, I have to say police did an unbelievable job they yeah. got they got there within a few minutes they went up and there were five police officers who confronted her uh, and two shot and killed her yeah, I mean, that, it was that quick, and it wasn't like what we saw in Uvalde, where no. they would still be outside in Uvalde at the right. at the rate they were going. Hold up, deadlines, Becky Lynn. New details today after a Phoenix police officer was shot on Friday. The officer shot in the line of duty has been identified as 26 year old Morgan Bullis. She was released from the hospital Saturday after being shot in the hip and hit in the face by bullet fragments. Bullis was responding to a hit and run in South Phoenix when police say she was ambushed. Suspect Joseph Lopez is being held on one million dollars bond on attempt murder charges. According to court documents, Lopez told police he was high on drugs and had been drinking, but couldn't remember if he had shot the cop or not. Heidi Hommel, Heidi Hommel, KTAR News. Uh, again, high, drugs, lunacy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got a bad drug problem and we've got people with access to weapons. Yeah, and this is, it, 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 and in Phoenix, we're seeing this, it's an onslaught of attacks and sh- shooting at police officers this year. It's been really kind of an amazing, bad thing in Phoenix over this year and, and last year. Uh, and, and Chad, I don't know what the answer to this is. We, we have we have hundreds and hundreds of millions of weapons that are out there in this country. We're not taking them away. We're not going to shut down the Second Amendment. I don't know what to do. But it's uh, this is a problem where people can get, guns too easily. They get drugs and guns yeah. too easily. And, and the mental health, it's just, it's a really toxic combination. I don't know how you stop it. I honestly don't, but we have to, we have to work together to try to find something. That is a trillion dollar question. Hold up the headlines. I hate to tell you that the stories of mayhem are not yet over for today. Oh, no. Tempe police say those responsible for killing a child in a shooting earlier this month have now been arrested. Tempe Police Sergeant Hector Encinas says two others were also injured, but they survived. A 17-year-old passenger who sustained a gunshot wound, an 8-year-old passenger who sustained a gunshot wound, and obviously the ridiculousness of a 5-year-old 
who was murdered. Encinas adds that a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 30-year-old are all facing first-degree murder charges for this March 17th shooting. If convicted, Barry, and I say if, uh, you know, by then we should have the uh, death penalty back. When you kill, when you kill a child, yeah. uh, I got zero sympathy uh, for you, and I there's no, for me, I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I think a lot of times the death penalty is a waste of time, I think it's a waste of money. There's some things you wish you'd be like, you know what? Not in this case. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. And most people who are on death row, if, if you listen to the story of what they did and who they killed and the lives that were affected by it, uh, the death penalty sounds appropriate. And, and I agree with that. And here is certainly a, a five-year-old. There's nothing worse than what we're hearing today, which are three children, nine-year-olds killed in, in Nashville and now and this five-year-old here last week in, in Tempe. There's nothing worse than that, Chad. These are just innocent people. They have nothing to do with any of this. And, and they're being killed. It's it's This is awful. Becky, give us something nice yeah, here. Yeah, come, come on. on. Hold the headlines. Becky, I mean, give us I, something. Ice cream Sundays. I got one more bad one no. for you. Yeah, Fine, one more. This is important. Uh, the Arizona Department of Corrections is investigating a homicide at the Lewis Prison in Buckeye. Director Ryan Thornell tells KTAR that it's still too early to share details of what happened. We're following the practices, the investigation protocols to investigate that, working with Maricopa County investigators. The inmate was serving a sentence for first-degree murder. Uh, retaliation killing? Uh, you know, look, prison is... Prison's a whole nother ball game of violent people being kept with other violent people and uh, a lot of time on your hands yeah. and a lot of hatred. I'll tell you, I, I've done work uh, for the state and for the uh, for the Department of Corrections and prisoners killing prisoners and, and the, the depths, the, the, the links they'll go to uh, to get to somebody and to have a weapon there. It's really it's amazing. It's amazing what they're able to do and how this happens sometimes. And I don't we don't know what happened here yet. We're going to find out. But somebody in jail for first degree murder. We don't know if it's gang-related, drug-related. We don't know. Uh, but uh, maybe they'll find out. Barry Marchant, in for Gatos. We're holding up deadlines. Now I have some better news for oh, you. Thank oh, thank God. Good. Okay. Time. The recent moves of major tech companies like LG Energy Solutions to build right here in Arizona is a result of the environment created by state government. According to Danny Seiden, president yeah. and CEO of the Arizona Chamber of Commerce, the environment created by state government is attractive to industry. We're talking not just taxes, but the regulatory environment and, um, you know, how, how do we build our own supply chain in the state? That's Supply chain, meaning smaller companies who supply materials. Seiden tells the Mike Broomhead Show ASU plays a major part as well, producing thousands of engineering graduates each year. Jeff Munn, KTAR News. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that interview with, with uh, Broomhead this morning, and it was uh, Danny Seiden's always great. But he was saying it's, it's ASU, it's it's a, a lot of the deregulation, it's the tax thing set up. He was crediting Doug Ducey for a lot of that, and also crediting Governor Hobbs for keeping that going. She's working yeah. with with the Commerce Department uh, there. What we've done in Arizona to get these types of industries here, the largest battery producer uh, anywhere, uh, that's what this is going to be. It's going to bring all kinds of jobs out to Queen Creek. It's going to change Queen Creek. I mean, there's going to be so many people who want to live there now and are going to go out there and work. It's uh, it's really an amazing thing. Yeah, well, where I live, again, out in the Valley of the Dirt People, we have... Tons of new places that are going in. You know, Tesla's putting out a, a, one of these battery places. You've got several other large, uh, you know, companies that are built out there. Uh, Lucian, and again, the yeah. fact that, that Hobbs is keeping it, which is, you know, usually Blue doesn't like that. They like more regulation. They want higher taxes. Uh, the reality is, though, to, to get these places, because they're fleeing New York, they're fleeing uh, California, 
this is a great place for them to come. It, it really is. And this this is the part that drives me nuts with the legislature when we have our Arizona legislature dealing with silly stuff uh, and what they're doing down there now when this is the stuff that really helps Arizonans. This is yeah. what brings... This is what brings new jobs here. Sidon was talking about how Arizona, how our economy was so construction-based and things like that. Yeah. It was cyclical. And now we have all this industry here with high-paying jobs and good stuff on the way. That's what's important in Arizona. I wish our government would focus on those things. 100%. All right. We do it every day. We hold up the headlines with Becky Lynn. And uh, that's what we do right there for you guys. And you guys should be stoked for you. Brought to you by CarolessBuyers.com. CarolessBuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. All right. Coming up. Speaking of home sold, uh, some people have to move their mobile homes, and uh, this has been a big debate here. You and I both kind of agree on something. Yes. We're going to talk about that straight ahead. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. That is us. Talking a little bit about uh, business, life. Yeah. 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 Speaking of life, you and I... Uh, this has been oh, a big issue with yeah. the mobile home folk, right? The yeah. mobile home folk who are upset, angry, if you will, yes. over what's going on in GCU. Because there are three lots, three. We forget about that. We only focus on GCU. Phoenix mobile home community are frustrated tonight. Grand Canyon it's University community. owns the property and is expanding. So those families now have to be out by October. And some say <laughs> it's not enough time, especially in this market. It's, uh, it's- <laughs> It's so. Uh, it's going to sound cold-hearted, Chad, but it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It, and, and now it's October. They were supposed to be May. Now there's three lots that are oh, this three is right. separate mobile home parks. Okay, so but the three only one anybody owners. talks about is GCU. GCU is getting lambasted, and they've been so nice about this. So they they bought this particular lot. They bought it in 2016, and the idea was they were buying it for student housing because they, they're growing and they need student housing. So they they bought it. They told all of the people who had places there at the time, we are going to turn this into student housing. And they waited seven years. They wanted to do it earlier. People begged them not to do it. They're like, okay. And then we put it off another year. They kept doing that. Never raised rent over the seven years. That so they didn't there. raise rent and yeah. they gave them how many years? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And then, and then, and it kept telling them this is how ha- it wasn't like this is a surprise. It wasn't like these folks were waking up in the morning going, Oh my goodness, I have to pack my stuff by tomorrow. And, and then on top of that, GCU offered them and gave them all this money to help them move and to help them find a new place. And, and look, I get it. It's, it's, it's hard to find reasonably priced housing in Phoenix right now. Rents are up. Buying something's ridiculously expensive. I get it. I don't know where mobile homes go. You have to move your thing. I don't know. But the fact is, your, your housing isn't guaranteed that way. If I have an apartment, and the apartment, I mean, people around, people all over the city have been getting their rent increased for the last year, right? Like big yeah. increases. So I don't know why these folks think they're just have some sort of an absolute right to live here without rent increases, without anything changing forever. It doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. And, you, you know, we were speaking about way earlier today about the insanity of like, you know, there are two other areas that are owned that nobody's getting any pushback to the city on those and GCU's expanding this and automatically they're evil. What are they doing with the other two? So the other two are doing the same thing. It's not GCU. They're owned by other people. They're going to do other things with them. Uh, different landlords. has nothing to do with GCU. But, but they G- made it about GCU. Well, is it because, because they were a big, they're they're out of, big target? They're out, yes. They're, everybody knows who they are. The other ones are out-of-state landlords and you know property owners. It's a whole different thing. And the other out-of-state property owners, by the way, didn't give this much time, didn't offer 
offer money to help them move and do other things. So the city, uh, the uh, uh, the Phoenix City Council uh, met and approved city money, tax dollars, are going to go to these people to help them move. They basically gave the people in the non-GCU parks, they gave them the deal GCU is giving out of their own pocket private money. The city's paying for out of these other two parks. So it's... It, no, no landlord is doing anything wrong here. I understand it's difficult for the people who live there, but for the GCU park, they've had seven years to figure out what to do. Seven years. GCU keeps pushing it off, keeps giving them rent abatement, keeps giving them no, no increase in rent. For anybody to be pointing a finger at GCU and saying you're doing something mean or wrong here, is it's really... Over the top, ridiculous. Well, that is the uh, the beauty of what we do now because it, you wanted because out of state evil landlord that you don't know who is doing anything what about it's hard. GCU is easy to go after because they have a target on their back because well they're in state and it makes them look like they're bad, but it's not your property, right? And you had seven years, so get over yourself. And, Speak- and well, the crazy thing is GCU could have done this. Five, six years ago. They could have bought the thing. That was you and I suggested. You could have said after a year, you got to get out. And then they could have just left it be, let it be empty, do whatever they want. And instead, they're, they've been, they're trying to do the right thing, be nice, and they're getting yelled at. Yeah. And by the way, the, the, thank goodness the mayor did the right thing here, but the, the Phoenix City Council almost did something illegal. Uh, they were going to vote to not allow this to happen. That you weren't allowed to kick people out of mobile home parks and redevelop. Well, so so I own a piece of property. Right. I wasn't allowed. I wouldn't be allowed to do what no, I wanted. Arizona passed a law recently eh, within the last bunch of years that says you can't even do something like that. What they want to do. And the only reason that, that many on the city council, several people on the council want, were going to pass it, despite the fact they'd be sued. They'd be spending a whole bunch of money on legal fees. It was ridiculous. And the mayor, to her credit, stood up and said, we're not going to do this. This, yeah. this is an absolute. It's, a, it's not the yeah, law. Nobody's going to want to buy property here. Right. You can't do that. No, so, you can't do that. To her, to her credit. Speaking of not doing things. Things. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Oh, my housekeeping. Goodness. Not now. Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> no more housekeeping. You sent us a story today. We were joking about it, but uh, people don't want it for people inside of uh, their rooms. And it's not just because, oh, you know what? We, we don't have enough staff. There are people out there that don't want other people inside of your room. It's, it's, I don't understand that at all. They, they don't want their bed made up. They don't like the bed tucked in. It was, uh, it's, I have a friend of mine who's like that. He doesn't like the, he tells the housekeeper, don't change my bedding when he's in a hotel. Don't do any of that stuff. But I, I that's what I like about a hotel. Someone's going to come in and replace my towels and fix the bed and make everything look pretty for me. Now, it's, I've been, I've been to places where they're like, you know, we don't wash your towels every day because we're trying to save water because it's climate change. But not having somebody come in and clean stuff feels weird, right? Isn't that kind of, it's like, that's like going in and just leaving the temperature at 78 degrees. <laughs> it ain't mine. I'm paying for it. That's I'm right. taking it down to 62. That's right. Take The air conditioning's going to run. I'm throwing the towels on the floor. I want turn down service, whatever you got. Yeah, if I you want can tuck me in, I'd like that too. I'm <laughs> exactly. not going to complain. Uh, Barry Markson in for Gatos. Oh, coming up. Coming we're, up. We're not very, uh, patriotic and religious and also horrible shooting in Nashville. We're finding out more about the shooter. It is the Gatos and Chad Show.